Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yellow Jackets Season 2 has yet to begin, but Post Show Recaps is here to kick things off on one of the buzziest TV shows. Season 2 will return on March 24th, hitting the Showtime online platforms and hitting the Showtime TV station on March 26th. Make sure you don't miss a single second of coverage here on Post Show Recaps by subscribing at postshowrecaps.com slash yellowjackets or searching Yellow Jackets in your podcatcher of choice. Ratings and reviews are, of course, greatly appreciated at the start of any new season. And if you're interested in some ad-free podcasts for every podcast this season, make sure to become a patron at postcherecups.com slash Patreon, and you will get ad-free podcasts at every level. We also have a feedback form this season, so please send in your feedback and theories at postcherecups.com slash buzz, buzz, buzz. Uh, we will be coming at you weekly Two different podcasts a week, possibly more down the line. Who knows? Um, to set things up a little bit, give you a little bit of a sneak preview of what the schedule is going to look like. We are going to have instant reaction podcasts with Josh Grace and myself coming out on Fridays and then deep dives with me and my co-host, who I will introduce in just a second, uh, coming out on Sunday evenings. So, so much content here, so much to discuss. I might as well introduce my co-host. I'm Jess Sterling, of course, in case you didn't recognize my voice. Uh, love Yellow Jackets. Can't wait to talk it through. Someone we are welcoming on to the pitch, welcoming on to our soccer team and into our hearts, the wonderful, amazing Marissa Garza. Marissa, how are yes. you? I'm well. I can't believe, like, I did not realize soccer was going to take over my life this March, but it is, and I'm here, and I Football love it. Football is life, Marissa. <laughs> Football, Football is life. Is life. And also death, but also life. <laughs> Marissa, I'm so excited to welcome you on to talk about Yellow Jackets. Um, I feel like this is, uh, we, we talked in case people didn't listen. We had a, a lovely time covering National Treasure Edge of History um, a little while of back. <laughs> I mean, sure, sure. We could, yeah, we like, did. Why you know. are we doing this? Maybe. <laughs> but yes, we had a good one. It was good. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so we decided to welcome you onto the pod to be my co-host along the way as we're going to do some deep dives into Yellow Jackets all season too long. Um, but let's let's start off with some uh, a little bit of your history with the show, mm -hmm. Marissa, because obviously we know I watched it in a binge capacity for mm -hmm. season one. Um, very intense. When did you get on the Yellow Jackets train, Marissa? Well, OK, I remember getting an email from Paramount Plus that was like, if you want to add Showtime 
Yes. Now is the time to do it. And I was like, well, here's the thing. There's the show called The Yellow Jackets. PSR is really on it. It sounds like fun. Okay, fine. You can have my money. I'll do it. And then, so yeah. I ended up watching um, Yellow Jackets. And I, it's like a combination of all of the things. It's like <laughs> it's everything. It's everything. Yes. It's like a high school go like reunion show type of thing. It's a you know lost esque adventure yes. story. It's camping. It's mystery. It's cults. It's all, all of the things. It's all your favorite things. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas so like you you fun. often you often love talking about um kind of family trauma. Yeah. Trauma specifically <laughs> is like one of your it's one of the topics you talk about the I most, do. I think. Um if we're looking at more of you know mental health stuff, go back and you know, you you just covered yes, you. Yeah. Um so I think there's a lot in your pedigree that will assist you in covering yellow jackets <laughs> for sure. Well, this show is like kind of like uh, what if your high school years came back to haunt you type of like it's everyone's yes. nightmare type of deal. And like, how do we how do we deal with that? And are they dealing with that? So, yes, I'm very intrigued to dive super deep. I will say my first watch was not super deep because I just was like joining the train. It. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited to uh, dive in with it, dive into it with you. Yes. Um, so, so yeah, of course, if you, uh, if you're joining us and you haven't watched season one, this is a great opportunity for you to just stop listening right now and go watch it. Um, because we're obviously going to be spoiling a lot from season one. If you need a quick little catch up on what you missed from season one, or maybe you watched it last year and haven't watched rewatched since totally fine. Um, Josh Grace and I put out a podcast very recently, um, where we, we did like a little reminder of what happened in season one, kind of just generally talked about the show and what we expect to go uh, see coming forward um so go check out that podcast i do like a quick little season one synopsis in there if you've if you've forgotten anything there's a lot you know it's a it's a fairly dense show i would say and there are a lot of um threads just kind of dangling out there marissa for us to yeah i feel like season one was kind of like my experience of was like what is this where it was a big setup for yeah. I'm glad like we have a second season I'm glad you know there's multiple seasons in the mix because there's so much to explore and so much to do it was an enjoyable setup I'm not saying I didn't enjoy season one but there are, is so much unknown that we yes. we get to explore well and season one is we're just we're just figuring out what the show is right. right like we know it's a mystery box show right but we don't exactly know how far they're gonna go in that direction right like are we uh, to bring up lost yeah are we going in like a time traveling uh is there gonna be a time right. traveling aspect um we don't exactly know um the supernatural stuff that's happening is it actually supernatural? Is it more of mental health crises? <laughs> like we've discussed previously, like, it, is it a combo? Yeah. Um, I think that's what I'm most excited to find out about in season two is kind of, again, we don't have to have all of these um, questions answered, but something I enjoy, Marissa, is like when a show um answers some questions along the way and then just asks new questions i don't yeah. particularly like when things dangle out there for like season upon season upon season yeah um so that is something that i'm looking forward to and i do think that season one did a good job at like okay travis right like as yep. an example um how did how did out of curiosity how did the shauna and travis storyline work for you i know it was something we were pretty uh critical of on the podcast in season one like uh did I believe it type of thing um, or more like did it work for you did mm. you did you enjoy that storyline I mean <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
fair. It's fair. <laughs> In a word. <laughs> I mean, it was, I think, you know, a plot mechanic to get us to understand how they could like all these characters could be tied together in the yeah. in the current timeline uh there, there were other ways to do it i think but uh that's what they chose to, I, I will say his death was intriguing in mm-hmm. in terms of who did it how he got there like all this all of that that was posed a lot of questions and then um watching it you know it just made me watch everyone a little bit more closely after that incident but the shauna and travis of it all eh, i don't know yeah, I think for me it went on maybe like a bit too long, right? Like I liked where we ultimately ended up, but like I love Melanie Linsky and it mm-hmm. felt like almost she was being wasted a little bit on the Travis storyline, yes. if that makes sense. Like there was just so much else we could have done with her. Um yeah. but but yeah, so let's let's dive into some kind of unanswered questions that we have on the board for going into season two. Um, a lot of this podcast is going to be spent kind of speculating, going through theories um, in between when the show hits online on Friday and when we record on Sundays. I'm going to be doing some Reddit deep dives, yep. pulling out all the stops, trying to figure out what the heck is going on with the show. So that's kind of something you can expect from our podcast is not only diving very deep into the episode itself, kind of going beat by beat, but also pulling at these speculations, pulling at these mysterious threads i i feel like we're gonna need a board of some sort where charlie day board. And, yeah exactly <laughs> like maybe dr- we can borrow hers yes yeah misty what's up like give us give us your board because um i can only assume it's gonna get a little bit more crazy from here absolutely so let's let's talk about some of these unanswered questions um the first and the biggest one i think that was speculated all about on on season one and maybe possibly we have an answer to um is who is the antler queen i don't know how it can't not be lottie i I don't know if if it's not who do you think it is well, I would say the only person we can strongly rule out is Misty Agreed. because we've because seen she... her remove the mask yep. in that scene and we know it's not her. Yeah. Um, the only other person I think is possible for it to be is Van. And that is because when we see the moment where Lottie offers at the very end of the season, Lottie offers up the bare heart to the forest, right? Do you know how hearts, bare hearts were that big? There is, it's pretty <laughs> massive. It gave me flashbacks to like, um, to like Game of Thrones oh, okay. when da- Daenerys is eating the horse heart, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, anyway, vibes. sorry. I just, every time I, like, I think about that scene, it's like this heart is so huge. She's Yeah. Like... I wonder if you can eat bare hearts. Like, is it bad for them to, I guess, whatever, maybe they have enough meat, I suppose, on that bear. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if it's not Lottie, who is the one making the sacrifice, and we know it's not Misty, who is also there, the only person with them who has been like, uh, uh, like who who accepts the gift from Lottie when she gives her that like perfectly intact skull from inside the the deer carcass, right? right. Like Van is one of the only other ones kind of like, I don't know what to say, buying into what Lottie is selling, you know, be, being in for the mysticism of it mm, all, the supernaturalness mm-hmm. of it all. Um, Van seems like the only other option. And like, I mean, maybe you could see that causing a rift between Van and Thaisa, who is the more like skeptical one of the group. And that is ultimately what kind of uh, breaks them apart or causes friction between them. Um, yeah. But I do, I do think it get... has to be Lottie. Does that mean then, like, if that happens, we'll have like a cult war? 
Ooh, cold on cult action. Could be. I mean, that, I mean, I don't know. It could go in many different directions. But yeah, I think you're right. I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, but I feel like Lottie is just so dialed in and connected to the energy of whatever yeah. this is that she is the antler queen whether she is the person right <laughs> wearing the antlers or is the energy of an antler queen like i just feel like yes. she is the antler queen well especially because we like literally see her dawn some antlers right. right so like i feel like um this is a show where it would have to be like very very intriguing for me to buy in to anybody else being antler queen yeah um let's move on to our second question uh in the so to go way back to the very mm-hmm. beginning of the series the first scene we see a girl dark appearing appearing to have dark hair mm-hmm. um in a dress running or nightgown ish running through the wilderness falling into the death pit she has on Jackie's heart necklace and yeah. is quickly, uh, you know, um, they, they, eat, they eat her, um, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yep. delicate way to say that. Yep. Um, who fell into the pit, Marissa? Who is Pit Girl? Oh, oh, that is the question, right? Like, I, it's so hard because I know I can't remember again. My first watch was very very high level but doesn't jackie yeah. give her necklace to someone jackie gives her necklace to shauna yes so it's not shauna so we got that out it's of the not way. shauna and like maybe this uh maybe this kind of gets transferred from person to person like i'm i'm wondering kind of what this necklace represents Do you, you know i think that this person my first instinct was that like this is someone's grandma <laughs> Like this was Someone's like grandma. Like before, like this is like from the before times. Like bef- like like oh. before the car- like this this uh culture of cannibalism uh-huh. and cultsness. How long has it been there? Has it been there since the beginning of time? So you're I'm saying not- maybe it's possibly not even one of the main crew that we know. Yes. Yeah. Like maybe this is like something that will be integrated into this season or a coming season. Like someone's cousin comes along and is like, oh, I also have dog heads in my basement. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Sure. I you love know? having a dog head chilling on a shrine yeah, in my basement. Like, you know. <laughs> um, yeah i think it's fascinating because um the the person has dark hair which rules out some people kind of immediately right? yes yes um jackie is is dead uh, you know at least it's not misty it's not misty um it's not shot it's not any of the people we know to have survived uh again unless there's a time travel element we don't know about um i think a lot of people online are thinking it could be mari yeah. um, who is one of the more um like kind of purple characters like we do have a few purplish characters who are just kind of side characters um that it could be but it just feels like if they're gonna make such a big deal about this and and I mean like right, Marissa. Like it, it wouldn't be in, as important to us if they also didn't show that person wearing a heart necklace, right? Yeah, like, that immediately gives them an air of like importance. And I feel like it has to be someone important, and maybe it's just someone we haven't met yet, right? There could be other people out there in the wilderness. Yeah, I'm like, is it someone's kid too? Like maybe it's not from the past, maybe it's from oh. the future. Um, and you like can't stop the cult. 
I don't know. This is this is this is what you're gonna get with me this season, people. Like I just go <laughs> to all extremes to try and figure That's out the truth is somewhere do. in the middle. Yeah, you know what? We're bound to be right about something along the way. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, I think most people are pointing to Mari. I just personally feel like it is someone of more significance that maybe we just haven't met yet, or um, they could have been waiting for season two to really bring some of those side characters more. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, I'm looking at I'm looking at um, a- I think it's Akila is her name and Mari are kind of those two side characters who who go off with Taisa in, in hopes of like finding help. Um, they end up coming back, but like, could it be one of those side characters that get more prominence in in season two? And we haven't seen those characters in the quote-unquote current timeline right so and i know like outside show talk is like that the cast has expanded a bit so that that seems like a a good way to go yes um so let's let's talk about this the symbol the symbol that seems to be showing up everywhere it first shows up on a tree out in the canadian wilderness when the plane crashes it is also carved into the floors of the cabin um and then we see it uh, at the, the the scene of Travis's death, um, as well as on these <laughs> on these necklaces of these looking to be cult members that kidnap Nat. Yeah. Um, so it does seem, and also on the obviously on the postcards that are sent to the the Yellow Jackets in the in the modern times. So, I mean, I know Josh Grace and I, and in our season one coverage, kind of tried to like. What is this thing? It looks like a girl with like a hook for a leg or maybe you flip it upside down. Do you have any further thoughts on like what the heck this symbol could be, Marissa? I definitely think it is evoking like feminine energy. I do think it's a girl. Yes. Um, This is this is going to this might be a little too dark, but it's Yellow Jackets. Yellow Yellow Jackets is a dark show. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say hook for like one of the big things that happened in season one was uh uh like abortion of oh sort. well and, attempted attempted yeah, right? they yeah, do stop right, but right, okay right That's so fair. like the hook could be like it looks very much to me like a coat hook like a coat hanger oh, and if you like turn hanger. it if you turn it the other way like if you turn yes. it, it does look like just the horizontal line okay and this the is, hook looks like a i like this new theory yeah <laughs> looks the like a coat thing- hanger so i don't know if they're saying like that this didn't happen like no not this, allowed yeah or it's not allowed or this is you know what happens to, like I don't know and I don't know if the show wants to bring that in but it obviously had it as part of its storyline so it wouldn't be yeah. surprising to me if the symbol was tied to that moment are you ready for my theory on what I'm ready for it mean? what if you turn it upside down mm-hmm. and the hook is when they hooked the bodies up from Ooh, like yeah. a tree yeah that too and bled them you know what yep. I mean that's what you do with 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 animals, whatever gravity you cut, this is gonna be this is gonna be a graphic. I'm just gonna warn you. This is gonna be a graphic. Po- We're talking cannibalism. We're talking blood. There's gruesomeness in this show, so just prepare yourselves a little bit. Um, when they do the blood letting, I think it's what it's called. Of what you know, yes. you're you're slicing open a, a pig or whatever snack to let all the blood out. That is what they're doing when they're doing the cannibalism stuff of it yeah, all. Yeah, we do, and we see someone on a tree at the beginning of the the season. Exactly. So maybe it's something like that. Like it's an upside down girl. Yeah. On a hook yeah it could be that but also um, it has like okay so why do we think we have two arms on one side and one arm on the other side? what if yeah um, that's the only i don't know i don't know or are those supposed to be like antlers i have no idea what if it's 
yeah what if one of them is like a stabbing like something Ooh. has been stabbed into the person oh oh when the girl falls in the pit yeah, like yeah. there's a spike going through her. Oh, yeah. And then the other ones are arms. And then the hook is the person being hanged upside down. And then, like you said, like there's a slice through it as in like a, like, you know, like a no smoking sign has yes. to like slap, like, no, no more cannibalism. So maybe, yeah, maybe that's the. Or no more people, like no more <laughs> girls, kill them all. I don't know. <laughs> One or the other. I, yeah. I think you're onto something with the hanging of the body. I went a totally different, like, political route just because we live in 2023. Um, however, I do think that I think you're onto something with the hanging of the body upside down. And it would be fun because I think we've only seen the symbol presented to us where the hook is at the bottom. Um, yes. If at some point there is a someone just, like, takes their postcard and goes, oh, what is this? And it opens up a whole new line of theories. Yes. Um, okay, let's let's move on from that because I think I think that's going to be a big thing in season two, and I don't even know. It could be like again to uh, to reference our show Lost. Um, <laughs> I think it could be like a numbers thing where it, maybe it takes a while to kind of figure oh. out what are these what are these or maybe we never even find out. But I do think like it's something that we definitely should be keeping an eye on. If we hear make your own kind of music in the show, <laughs> I I don't know if the we'll world is going to be reason. able to handle it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's move on to um, maybe something that is already answered. We don't know who killed Travis. Um, mm-hmm. We get the vibe that like I feel like the show is the show is strongly implying this was not a death by suicide, Correct. right? Like both because the symbol is present, because his bank account was emptied by Lottie, um, and because like I mean like Josh Grace and I said on the podcast like how are you gonna get yourself up in a crane like that? <laughs> like that just doesn't seem possible. Um, so, I mean, I feel like signs point to Lottie, Marissa, but like, yeah. do you have any other theories? Well, one of the big questions I have is, I think it is Lottie, but is Lottie acting alone? Does she have accomplices? Does she have people that are helping her? And if she does, I would put my money on Misty as one of the like people, at least to have strong eyes on, um, especially given, <laughs> given her track record on the show. Um, so... I think Lottie is connected. I just don't know if she's the only person. Like, did Lottie actually hook Travis up to the crane and make this happen? I don't know. I think she may have gotten someone to act in her stead. And then that means that, like, what does... Who are Lottie's followers in the current timeline and what are they up to? Now, my other option would be... Like, and it could still be, like, Lottie uh, sent the order, if you will. Yeah. If she is the cult leader. What if Taisa I was thinking had that another moment of like, and I don't know what to, we'll get into the Taisa of it all because I do think, um, and we're not going to here to diagnose her by any means, but discussing what possibly could be going on with her mm-hmm. um, and, and, and could be like, I, I, I've been calling them like episodes, right? Where like she is not herself yeah. um, and I, she could be involved realistically. I wouldn't be surprised to see that she is involved in, in what happened to Travis. Um, Agreed. Especially considering, worth noting, um, when she has a call with Nat in season one, she says, like, you and Travis are terrible for each other, right? Like, yeah. Would, wipe him off the board. It's not an issue anymore, right? Yeah. Um, She could afford the super, super expensive drinks. Like, <laughs> Well, and I could see someone like Lottie using someone like Taisa to gain political power to then 
you know, have greater influence upon the people of this town. I mean, it's a very, very localized power structure. But I mean, yeah. if we're, you know, high school's hard. And high, high school is difficult. <laughs> and I'm not. Breaking news. High school is difficult. <laughs> high school is hard. And I'm not saying that, you know, you should start your own cannibalistic cult to like deal with your own trauma <laughs> from, from high school. But I am saying um, that might be some motivation towards what is happening in the show. Yeah. Um, all right, let's let's move on to um Natalie. We see Natalie get kidnapped by what appear to be cultists um with wearing the the symbol we talked about. Um assuming the cult is led by Lottie. Why why is Natalie being kidnapped? She is seconds away um from completing suicide here, Marissa. Why why is Natalie kidnapped? Well, I think there's a couple of reasons. One she's really close to the whole thing. Like she's super close to figuring things out. Mm-hmm. And um, that, that means that whoever kidnapped her knows that she's super close to figuring things out. Right. So that puts the suspects, narrows them down a little bit, but also this person who kidnapped or the group of people that kidnapped Natalie could be thinking that they're saving her in some sort of way, because if she was about to commit death by suicide, it's yeah. like, Hey, we're stopping this from happening. We're stopping this from moving forward and they could see it. And then maybe use that to try and turn Natalie into a follower of some sort or something. This is all coming from my knowledge of playing cult of cult of the lamb on. Uh, I've heard <laughs> wonderful things about that game. I will say <laughs> on switch. So, um, you know, that's how it works sometimes in that game. Spoilers for that. But, you know, you, you save someone and then you can, you know, use that power to turn them. And that might be part of the motivation here. Yeah, I could see that. I could see like Lottie feeling like no one is allowed to take their own life. Like this is not for you mm-hmm. to decide. Right. Um, So I could see that being a part of it. We already know that like uh, Missy had had bugged uh natalie's um a hotel motel room yes. so it's not impossible for nat to have other bugs in there that she doesn't know about this um, is like so hard because as you mentioned i did just finish covering you and like if joel goldberg and misty ever teamed up this would be a bad situation yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. um uh okay what about um w- you know we left season one in the 90s timeline with shauna being pretty darn pregnant right she is actively showing her stomach is showing mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. now in the present time we know she has a daughter callie the math does not work for that baby to be callie unless they're really lying about callie's age to her it just doesn't make sense to me i personally don't believe this baby to be callie do you think um, that Wilderness Baby is Pit Girl? That would be some really aging. That would be some real time travel stuff if it was. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we have to think about like the reality of like, I mean, women have given birth in the wilderness, right? They did it once upon a time. It's possible. Yeah. Um, They don't have a ton. I mean, it's just what, what happened to this baby. Um, I, I don't know that the show is dark enough to have some type of like sacrifice with the baby. That feels like it would be a bridge too far in my opinion. Um, but I could see Shauna like, uh, giving the baby away to somebody else once Mm -hmm. it's born or something like that to attempt to, again, cover up more of what's going on. And that could also explain sort of Shauna's life in the present 
timeline like she's she when we meet her she's like depressed for many reasons <laughs> she's not in like a good in a good head like could you imagine if she was living in close proximity to wilderness baby and well she knows about right. wilderness baby but wilderness baby does not know about her and she has to kind of like right. you know we see what happens when she gets caught with adam in the in the club but at right. the same time um you know like that she's always got to me it feels like she's always like someone's watching me like, yes. And so I wonder if that has oh, part of it. Okay. So she's like expecting there to be some kind of uh, child looking for her yeah. adult now looking for her. Interesting. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Wilderness is far away, I guess, but you never know. That person could be looking for her too. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Thaisa a little bit. Um, we've seen her again. I've referred to them as episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, spoiler alert for part two of you. Cause I am going <laughs> to yes. talk a little bit about it here. Good. It does feel like it, it's kind of easy to make this comparison. Um, does Thaisa have like a, some kind of dissociative identity disorder, DID? It feels like a little bit like she is a completely different person and more, um, id if you mm-hmm. will version of herself which is completely driven by just like um primal desires right like that's kind of what it feels like to me yeah i mean from what i know of the fictionalized versions of <laughs> dissociating yes. um usually there is it, it's uh like the jekyll and hyde situation where one part of a personality is doing one thing and another part of a personality is doing another. And many times right. you're right. It, it, there is a primal, you know, aspect to it, but they don't like, they're not communicating. And we do see this throughout the um, Thaisa story. You know, her son comes to her and says there, you know, there's a lady outside my window and he keeps looking at me and I don't like it. And it's super scary. And she's like, what are you talking about? Only to find out that it's her later on. So that usually she, I will say she's dissociating whether she is has an identity disorder or anything that's yet to be seen but she definitely you know those two personalities aren't talking to each other but she is like something has to be the bridge because her motives of like what she was doing in her id state were to impact her personality outside of that so maybe she she's not giving us the audience all the information there or she's you know It's I worth, don't know it's, yeah, because it's worth, like the ritual she was doing was to gain power to help her with the campaign like with the right. campaign I and think everything. It's, it's also worth noting that like when she is in this other dissociative state um she writes in red the yep. word spill yep which the spilling of blood right like there spill the tea right like there's a lot of like meanings that word could could uh reference yep um but when she, I mean, obviously, <laughs> poor Biscuit goes missing, and we see his head with the symbol and like a shrine, very culty, right? Feels very culty. Um, and so, is there in in the nineties? Do we see Taisa maybe be, as a, as a result of like Van's influence, like join this like Lottie cult or something like that, or maybe just her dissociative state joins the Lottie cult? Um, we don't know, but I think to me. Um, again, I know the, the show really likes to play with like, is it supernatural? Is it mental illness? We look at Lottie, we look at Thaisa, like both of them, uh, it could be explained away for different reasons. Um, but, uh, definitely going to be keeping an eye on Thaisa this season and kind of seeing, because it looks like by the end of the season, when she ultimately wins, um, 
there's this like I don't want to call it an evil smirk, but it feels almost as oh, if, yeah. like the two identities are coming together for a purpose. Like they're coming together for a common cause, you know? Very uh, you season two or exactly. season four part two. <laughs> yes. um, yeah. I mean, and I think part of it is when something like this happens and we do also see this in, in you season four, like it is caused by trauma. There is a traumatic event that causes the dissociation to happen. So what was that the wilderness? Was that something else? Like what is, what is the point that the split happened and how is that impacting Thais's life now? Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on to Jackie's dream where she sees a male figure standing in the cabin. Um, I want to know who is this guy, right? Like we're, <laughs> we're left wondering who he is. Is he cabin guy who mm. um, the skeleton is kind of left up in the attic? Um, is it someone else? Right. She is on the brink of like life and death there. She sees Laura Lee, who is already dead there. Any um, any guesses, any theories, Marissa, on who who this guy is? I think it's cabin guy. And I think it shows that Jackie had some psychic abilities and some powers that maybe were threatening to Lottie in some way. And yeah. um, but that was when I first saw it, I was like, oh, it's got to be cabin guy. But I don't know who else it would be. Do you have any other? I mean, to me, it feels like it's probably cabin guy and that cabin guy. There's more to meets the eye with cabin guy. Mm -hmm. He drew the symbols, right? Like Mm -hmm. he seems to be connected. He had that plane that didn't end up going anywhere. At least we think it was his. Um, What if he started the cult? If he drew the symbols, what if he's like the the originator originator. of the cult? It's just weird that it would be a man, though. Just given how much how much female energy is involved. Agreed. In all of this, Um, yeah, the cult is the patriarchy, and we are. (laughs) Oh, I see. Get rid of the patriarchy. Um, yeah, I mean, I think signs point to cabin guy, but I'm totally willing to be swayed if the show gives us like other reasons to, to not think it's him. Um, and then speaking of men, uh, we have a little, our last little hanging thread here. I'm sure there's more, but this is what we have for the podcast. Um, Javi is gone uh as of the end of season one we don't know where he is i know a lot of people were thinking adam was javi all throughout season Mm, one turns mm -hmm. out nope definitely not um but javi is missing so my question to you marissa is is he gonna show up in the modern timeline does he make it out of the canadian wilderness i think so yeah i think i think think we're gonna see him yeah um i think that i think here's my here's my pitch i'm ready for it i think even if we don't even if they don't find him in the 90s, I think he shows up in the modern time. Do you know what I mean? Oh, he yeah. He makes an escape in one way or the other, even if it is not by means of going back with the group. Javi, to me, feels like someone who, like, he he, he feels most um good, quote unquote, like, pure, naive. Oh, um, I could totally see this like a uh, walking through the grocery store type of like interaction where like another character comes yes, across yes, hobby. Yes. <clears throat> yes. And he just feels to me like someone who would be against the cultish behavior. And so as a result, maybe he leaves, maybe he goes somewhere else. And then we do see him in the future. He is my, my pick for like, I think a surprise show up in the yes. modern time, you know? Yes. Um, so yeah, we're, we're left with Javi, not really knowing where he, uh, where he went or what's he, what he's up to. Um, I think Shauna was the one who was like, run. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and he's like, don't have to tell me twice. I'm out of (laughs) here. Bye. Um, 
let's go to a quick ad break and then we will come back. We're going to do a little bit of a death draft um, and then we'll get into some fun superlatives and then wrap things up and get ready for season two. We will be right back. All right, we're back. It's time. We're going to do a death draft. Mm -hmm. And I think this is basically going to be, I think, in my opinion, these people are eligible to die both in the 90s or in the modern day. All right. Do you get a, I was going to say, do you get a point if it's in either one? (laughs) I think it's, I think if you die, no matter how you You die, die, no matter when you die, you die. Um, And uh, so anybody on the board is obviously eligible uh, let's do it. Let's do a little rolling of the dice to see mm-hmm. who gets to pick first. This will be a snake draft. We are each going to pick three characters total. Um, are we so rolling a d20? Let's roll a d20. And would you like, uh, do you want odds or evens, Marissa? Oh, I will take evens. Okay. I'll let you roll for us. All right. Go ahead and roll away. I will take odds. I'm so happy you picked evens. I love odds. <laughs> I clicked it. Oh, there we go. Hey, it's an 11. Go for it's it. It's an 11. That is an odd, which means I get to draft first. Uh, tough calls here. Who do I think is going to die? I feel <laughs> like. second death draft in like a week. So I'm it like. sad? It's a little sad, got to say. <laughs> um, yes. So who do you think? Who's your number one, your number one pick? Yeah, my number one pick, I think, and obviously I'm I'm going off of the the nineties, I mm. think. My number one pick is going to be uh assistant coach Ben. Um he uh as we know from yeah. last season, he had his uh his leg amputated. I think it's only a matter of time before Misty gets tired of dealing with him and offs him. Uh she he's not reciprocating her feelings. She's gonna have an, had enough. And by Coach Ben, he's <laughs> one of the first sacrifices. He's also male. And so to me, it feels yeah. very much like kill the men, eat them uh, type of energy. <laughs> uh, so my first pick will be assistant Coach Ben. And I will throw it to you, Marissa, to make your first Ooh, pick on the death draft. My first pick. Um, I think I this is a long shot. Okay. But I could see it being too much for Thaisa. <gasps> Thaisa. I could see it being too much for her. You know, like, yes. or the the streams get crossed and she ends up hurting herself in some way or putting okay. herself in her, And it's like a way to get the group closer to Lottie. That's what I, that's, I mean. Pick. I'm not calling all of that, but I'm calling... <laughs> it's a big pick yeah i like the pick though i gotta say i do like the pick you gotta swim Um, big sometimes you do all right you are up uh we are doing snake draft style so that means you are up again with your second pick Hmm. (laughs) from the 90s yeah i'm gonna go I'll I'll just go with Van. Van, I don't know. okay. I don't know. Sometimes we, we've seen her nearly die tw- yeah. twice, twice. Yeah. So the question is, does she have plot armor, or is it just a matter of time? <laughs> yeah. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah, Van. I, I think Van would be one of the ones I would be most sad to see die. Yes, agreed. Um, I was really devastated when I thought she had died in season one um, as a result of the wolves because. Uh, I've said this back in the season one podcast. She is some of the the funniest. I think she has the best like comedic relief moments. 
Uh, she's a little snarky. I, I love her. She, is, uh, she reminds me of how I was when I was a teenager. Oh. Van gives me me oh. energy sometimes. Um, I don't want you energy today. I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> um okay that means we are back to me i'm between a couple of people um i'm like between a few in terms of 90s and the the modern Mm. day um i am going back to back so i i'm gonna talk through my picks because by the time it gets back to you i'll be done anyway um so (laughs) my my thought process is i could pick more of a mari or an Aquila, who are the side yep. characters, easy enough to kill without it making too much of an impact. There's also Javi, who I feel like if he is in the present time and like a, 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 maybe as a member of like um, Lottie's cult or something, he could just be like someone who is killed, like as as a result of being a member Ooh. of the cult or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he is also on my list. Um, and then in terms of of other characters, I feel like. They're not going to kill off like a Misty. They're not going to kill off a Shauna. I'd just be very surprised if those two died. Um, my other one for modern day pick could be Kevin Tan. He was like, yes. he feels like an easy one. Actually, you know, I am. I'll lock in Kevin Tan as my next pick. He could die in the modern time. He feels like someone. He's a police officer. He could get injured as a result of trying to investigate like uh, Nat's absence. Right. Her, yes. her She's missing. Kevin Tan could be one that dies. Um, and then I am going to go. I'm going to go and say that. Uh, yeah, let's do. Let's do Mari as my last pick. And I think she might die, obviously, in the 90s. I think it'd be my pick. Um, we'll see. Who knows? You know, I don't think they're going to kill off some of the main, main cast that we know and love. So I'll go with some of the side, side people here. You were up for your yeah, last pick, then. Marissa. I'll take Javi. Just like, I think he'll show yeah. up, but then, or we'll find him dead. I like this pick. I think that it's, I think he would be a, he's like a dark horse, you know, like I could, I could see it happening though. Um, so those are our picks. My team, assistant coach, Ben, Kevin, Tan, and Mari, Marissa's team, Taisa, Van, and Javi. And we'll I just see. would like to note that Kevin spells his name K-E-V-Y-N. I did not know that until I looked at IMDb. That's a really weird way to spell Kevin. Sorry <laughs> to all the Kevins out there if you put a Y in your name, but it is kind of I've French. never seen it that way. I was yeah. like, Kevin. Oh, yeah, that's Kevin. Yeah. Um, let's let's end the podcast with some senior superlatives. Ooh. If you went to high school, you probably participated in these. Did, were you uh, awarded any in your no, high school? No, no. I wasn't like well known enough if I wasn't like popular enough to really be in any of the superlatives I wasn't like out there enough to get any of the like uh weird ones or popular enough to get any of the like beautiful eyes um what about you Marissa (laughs) I didn't get any like in the like general high school population but in band I received the best attempt at reading a drill chart award because I was horrible at reading marching band drill charts so Yes, that was the only like superlative award I received in my high school career. (laughs) Um, That's hilarious. Um, Okay, so let's get into our superlatives here. Um, We have our most likely to die in the 2022 timeline. I feel like I picked Kevin. I feel like Kevin is the chalk pick here. He's a cop. He's going to be investigating Natalie's disappearance, Mm -hmm. possibly. He could just be caught in line of fire. What do you think? I mean, if I'm keeping with my team out of the three that I have, I think, I think Javi would be dead in 
like be killed in 2022 like it Got would it. They'll, they'll give us the security of like hey he made it out and then take him away yeah i could see that uh most likely to die in the 90s timeline um i'm wondering if like we could get another instance of not pit girl but like something mm-hmm. like that like who is their first kill do you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. and i could see it being like amari um in this instance i mean it's hard because it's like there's there's not a ton of like fat going around that seems terrible to call them fat but you know they trim the fat like there's not a ton yeah. of excess uh in these in these characters in this uh grouping of people what do you think oh, in the 90s that's hard because also as you alluded to on the other uh the yellow jackets podcast you did with josh and grace uh season two of these type of shows is always like and meet the other group <laughs> so yes. you know um i wonder if you know one of some of the others might be most likely to end up dead in the 90s timeline but if i had to choose someone that we know maybe akila yeah might be yeah one. i just feels like there's not a ton of character development for those characters so it's so easy to just chuck them away yeah. you know yeah um uh most likely <laughs> to actually attend a book club who do we think are we saying this person has read the book or are we just saying they have Ooh, attended no the they're book just attending okay i don't think right. they need to have even read it oh misty she uh, seems like she's like a like yeah. I'm gonna go I'm gonna involve myself whether she read or not she's there to gather intel see how everyone's doing yeah yeah uh this I I, I totally get this right she just wants to be involved yeah she just wants to be a part of something yes I think you're spot on <laughs> uh most likely to be antler queen I think we've we've kind of landed on Lottie it just doesn't feel like it could be anybody else yeah I mean unless there's someone we don't know and that is a challenge to Lottie which could be a way to to mix up the plot here in season two but she's our front runner at the moment i think yeah uh i've added some last minute additions Mm. most likely to fall in a pit (laughs) well okay it's hard out there in the wilderness okay (laughs) uh i have sprained my ankle many a time in not in any pits but you know you can fall at any time (laughs) i would say is this a pit in 2022 is this a pit pit anywhere there are pits everywhere (laughs) (laughs) you never know (laughs) You never know when you're just gonna you're slip on in one. I mean, I'm gonna. I mean, Ben. Yeah. Ben can fall in a ben can fall in a pit, and that could be how Ben goes. And then they're like, huh, because he's got- these pits are easy to trap people in. Yes. Yeah. For that reason, I think Javi is a good option too. Ooh, what if he yeah. falls into like an old pit yes. that was already there? Right. Like, what if this is just there's pits everywhere because of cabin guy. And he falls in one. Like, I think I, I like these two. I like assistant coach Ben and Javi being options for pits. And then Javi's in danger because he knows about the pits. And then he has to die. Yeah. Um, I don't want to most... kill people. <laughs> most likely to surprise turn up in the 2022 timeline. Now, we know uh, there is, there is uh, if you've seen the trailer yeah. for season two, if you've seen any of the casting decisions, we know there are two people um, that are in the 2022 timeline. I'm going to spoil it now. So if you want to skip ahead like 30 seconds to a minute, um, we know that Van and Lottie have actresses tied to them for season two. Um, so they will be showing up. Um, we have uh, Lauren Ambrose yep. and uh, Simone Kessel are going to be playing uh, Van 
and Lottie, respectively. And... Uh, Lauren, Lauren Ambrose from Six Feet Under is, is what I know her yes, from. Yeah. I know her from, um, too. I think also um, Frodo is showing up. Oh, Frodo is here. Frodo is going to be here. <laughs> Elijah Wood cast in uh, season two. I don't believe he is any of the Yellow Jackets or the assorted people on the in the wilderness, but right. he will be in season two as well. Yes. Um, but who do we expect to make oh, no. a maybe a surprise appearance? So obviously Van and Lottie do not count. Who's making a surprise appearance? Besides Javi? We've Javi, Javi. I think Javi is the pick. I think so. I feel like he's under the radar enough that people won't be expecting it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like I like Javi here as the pick. Um, so if you have any feedback to send in, maybe you disagree with some of our opinions. Yeah, maybe let us you know. wanna yeah, let us know what your superlatives are. Who do you think is gonna be showing up? Who are you would you draft in a death draft? Um send us some of your theories, posturerecaps.com slash buzz buzz buzz. Very easy to find. Um, of course, don't forget to subscribe, posturerecaps.com slash yellow jackets. Um, we're going to be here each and every week, Sunday evenings. So if you're uh, if you're watching, make sure you get your feedback in as soon as you're done watching. Or if you're watching online on Friday, plenty of time to send in any feedback that you have, any questions that you have. Um, Marissa, where yeah. can the people find you all season long? What do you have going on? Well, uh, I am wrapping up coverage on a couple of shows right now. Uh, you with Latanya Starks recovering the aforementioned season four and the twist. So if you're into mental health that's a show that's a show to check out um i'm covering dear edward with um jason reed that show is also wrapping up here in march and also with the greats sarah ferguson we are covering daisy jones and the six so if you are interested in any of those shows you can check them out right here on post show recaps and if i'm up to anything else you can find me on twitter at mars bars m-a-r-z-b-a-r-s and also because of the state of the internet i am trying to post more on instagram so if that is your platform of choice i'm it's me marissa g over on instagram how about you, Jess? You could find me at the Jess Sterling. I am here on Posha Recaps doing oh so much podcasting. Um, if you, if you, hey, have you heard of a show called Succession? Uh, <laughs> season four, the final season is starting soon. So Josh Grace and I have been doing daily podcasts for every single episode of Succession. So uh, spoiler free if you're watching for the first time. So go check out all of that. And um, we are wrapping up our season five coverage of Community and then taking a little bit of a hiatus because, hey, in case you hadn't heard there's a little bit going on around these parts we might need to dedicate our time elsewhere um and then of course uh brooklyn zed and i are also wrapping up our coverage of the last of us first play podcast in which we play the last of us for the first time in conjunction with the show that just had its honestly pretty amazing finale if you ask me it was good uh so check all of that out and of course you could also find me on shit 90 shows taught me talking all sorts of 90s content we are finishing up season five of dawson's creek it is march madness so you will be seeing some bonus content from us on that soon um and i think that is everything we have so like we said subscribe posherrecaps.com slash yellow jackets we will be here each and every week breaking down this uh show in such great detail theories abound um thank you all for joining us we'll be back next week for the premiere of season two of yellow jackets buzz buzz buzz